You are listening to the Boss Experience Podcast, a podcast with conversations about business growth, self-development, and maintaining a mindset to achieve business success. My name is Michelle Davis, and I am a business strategist and coach, and I'm your host. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. My name is Michelle Davis, and I'm your host. And just a reminder, new episodes of the Boss Experience Podcast return in January 2023. So I am sharing a bonus episode with you today of an interview from The Troy Show with Troy Hippolito. And I'm sharing it in three parts because it's a rather long interview. The first thing you wanted to talk about, I think, is messaging. I think you mentioned that their messaging doesn't match the service or whom you want as a client. So in the first clip featuring this interview, I shared how courses can fit in or not to help you grow your business. So if you haven't listened to that clip yet, just go back and check uh, the previous episode and you will find that clip. But this is clip number two. And in this clip, Troy Hippolito and, and myself are discussing messaging. And a lot of new entrepreneurs don't realize how much their messaging and how they communicate to their audience is a big role in how successful they're going to be. So messaging is a determining factor for people to know what you do and if you can help them. So you want to always make sure that you take the time to map out your messaging. So here's the clip. And where Troy and I really go and discuss this topic at length, as well as as well as well the important role that messaging plays in developing your client transformational journey and being able to communicate to prospective clients about what that transformational journey looks like. So enjoy the episode. What do you mean by messaging specifically? Your message is, you know, what you're communicating to the world. Mm -hmm. So whether you're using LinkedIn to communicate, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever platform you're on, that's one form of messaging. Another form of messaging is what does all of your, your website and everything say about what you do? You know, I I can't help myself. I kind of look at what people say they do and then I'm, because, and it doesn't match what they talk about and what they're communicating, you know, when they do their lives, when they're just posting and it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm confused because I'm not sure what they do. Do you think the biggest problem is they hire someone that creates a resume formatted type of thing and they're not really putting thought into who their ideal audience really is and who they want to be presented as? Right. And I think it's a couple of things. I think mm-hmm. one is a lot of people start off and they don't know the value of having a coach help mm-hmm. you refine your messaging because it's easy to come into business, whether no matter what you're selling, you think you're selling to everyone. And that's not the case, especially when you're talking about online, because people can't come and browse. You know, they can come and browse your website, but mm-hmm. it's really just what you show online. That's all yeah, on a have. consistent basis, yeah. On a consistent basis. So it's your flavor, it's your so your message is your idea, your presence. Branding to a smaller extent. Right. Uh-huh. And even with your branding is like what is your brand voice? What is what are you known for? You know, if I'm known for business coaching and strategy and all of a sudden sudden I'm, you know, talking about health outcomes, that would be a little bit jarring for your audience. 
And so when you're talking about mm-hmm. building out your services, you, you need to think, what is your message? Because your overarching message as a professional service provider needs to coincide with the services you're, you're providing and everything you communicate. I always you know, talk about the example when people are, you know, they're saying they're a coach and or they're a um, business mentor. There's so many different terms and they post plates of food and it's not even appetizing looking food. They post plates of food. Someone <laughs> they, has a preference. Yeah, they, they post. Your food is not that great anyway. <laughs> yeah, they post things that really, and I'm just using that as an example, yeah. but they're posting things that really don't coincide yeah. with, you know. Well, it takes um, a while, too, to get the, a good feel for what you want to present. And even, even me, like today, I, I just saw something that was hilarious, and I wanted to put it on uh, LinkedIn. Uh, just because it would make people's day go better, you know. My, but I do have a strategy. My Mondays is like keep it real, you know. Mm-hmm. And I post it on the thing that says this has nothing to do with business or LinkedIn or does it? Because your mood makes all the difference. So I'm giving some good advice. Although we have this person uh, and it's a big bumblebee costume, and I don't know if it's one of those restaurants that I, I don't know what it was, but. And the person was doing a sexy dance, right? It's just really stupid. I said, yeah, I'm going to post that on there. And that's what my biggest oddity, you know? But I always tie it back into um, thought process, um, mood shift, you know, to to be more positive. Uh, And it all has to do with being successful, you know, on LinkedIn for me. So, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with with that. And I think people, um, they don't take the time to understand what their messaging is. They don't take mm-hmm. time to develop a strategy. And messaging really just comes down to you sitting down and, and thinking about what message do I need to communicate? What are the pain points of the people that I that are my target audience? And a lot of people don't even know who their target audience is. They haven't defined it. They don't yeah. know who they're talking to. And so their message is missing the people that they want to work with the most. I'll tell you how I I try to achieve some of this is I take the client, I slow them down and I say, here's a form and it's going to take you an hour and a half to fill. And it's going to be pretty painful. <laughs> so these questions really kind of draw out a lot of the things that who they are, what they are, whatever. And then I have a meeting with them and I go through it and I say, well, is this really your audience? Is this you know, is this what you're doing? Is this what you are known for? You know, and 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 fill in some of those gaps where they have an, an, an identity that kind of makes sense. Right. And, and within that, the context of that information, um, I'm able to kind of um, redevelop their like LinkedIn profile to draw in that audience. And once that audience is specified, finding it's much easier. You know, and then you're more in alignment. How do you pull that information from a potential client in order for them to be a little tighter with their messaging, their target market, who their audience they're serving and who they are? I I have a similar uh, process and, you know, it's a questionnaire. And then I also have a, there's one program that we, you know, it's the questionnaire first, and then we have a one-on-one meeting. I, I can't work with you as your business coach if I don't know anything about your business. You can't just be a, a health coach. You mm-hmm. can't just be a business coach. Who are you, who specifically are you helping? Mm-hmm. And so I help them really dig in based on the questionnaire that I have and the initial meeting. We get into like who exactly you know they want to help. 
And and that's where you have to tailor your messaging. For example, if I'm struggling with uh, diabetes and everything you share is about people that are struggling with, I don't know, gout or some other unrelated <laughs> health condition. And I just, that just popped in my head. You know, that's not going to connect with me. Yeah. Your messaging yeah. is just going to miss me. <laughs> yeah. And so I make There's sure definitely that- a delicate balance uh, with the postings and and, you know, getting inspiration, mindset, just to get that movement going to keep in line with your particular audience. And then sometimes you will have things that just aren't as interesting. So not having a, a million you know followers or a million likes is, is not really the worst thing. You just got to hone it in. That way, the right audience can eventually see some of that stuff. Uh, and the algorithm for LinkedIn, and I don't know other social media platforms very well. So uh, I, I know that you do you do TikTok and all that. So I don't even. Oh no! Um, one thing I I do is I I develop a strategy for my marketing, and I make sure that I'm where I have to think where are my clients. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And so Use a one plus one method where you have a main and maybe a secondary fifteen percent of time. Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so that's going to shift, and I think the shift is happening based on the shifts that I'm making. Some of the things that I've shared with you, you know, that are on the on the way, so to speak. Um, so I'm definitely shifting more to LinkedIn, but definitely you need to have a strategy. And I think it yeah. needs to consist of, you know, more than one platform simply yeah. because if a platform goes down, you know, something happens, you get banned or kicked off. And Oh yeah. And you can easily get in trouble by accident. Um, one time they shut my account down because I was traveling. Mm. I was like, what? 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 <laughs> Why did you cut it? Oh yeah, we didn't uh, we didn't re- realize uh, it was a coffee shop and someone logged in. It took them like three four days to put it on. They needed my ID and everything, which I thought was ridiculous, you know. But I said, well, yeah, I travel. I'm like, yeah, I travel sometimes, so I will be on the road. Do I have to like credit card companies? You can tell them, call them ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And say, hey, I'm traveling so and so. Don't cut my card off. Yeah, but but it ain't nothing like that on LinkedIn. <laughs> so you kind of kind of at the mercy of of uh you know what they do. And then some of your posts do super great, and then certain sometimes they don't. And so I tell everyone, don't be discouraged. You know, and people I, have to remember too that they don't own these platforms. Your goal should mm-hmm. always be to move your followers into subscribers on your email list and where you have more control over them, uh, even text messaging, uh, SMS text messaging. Oh, yeah, that's big now. Yeah, yeah. there's more than one way to build your community. And you have to make sure that you are not just running your business off of social media or any platform, because if that platform goes away or something happens, you lose all of that and you have to start over. So when you're talking about client results, this is the, the results that you plan to get for your client. When you're thinking about high value uh, services, you have to think, what is the transformational journey? What is the journey mm-hmm. that I'm taking my client through? So mm-hmm. what is their starting point? What is the whole reason they sought me out to begin mm-hmm. with? And when we think about delivering results and, and thinking about high value programs, they're not coming to you to pay high value prices for small problems. Mm-hmm. And so I always use the example of my mm-hmm. daughter. My daughter uh, suffers from uh, pediatric migraine. So she has gets these excruciating headaches. And so I'm going to use, you know, headaches as, as an example. So if someone, you know, is having a headache and so if they think they can maybe get in the shower, get some steam, take some leave, and the problem will be gone, they're not going to purchase a high value program to solve mm-hmm. that problem. But if I'm 
suffering every day and I'm, and I can't mm-hmm. get relief and I'm trying to figure this thing out. It's an urgent matter for them. So let's say I, I know I'm going to take a leave. I'm going to, you know, get in the shower, but my quality of life is still diminished. So when you're designing your coaching programs and probably the reason that people don't reach their profit potential is they don't have a process mm-hmm. in between what happens in between. So, you know, the per- person comes to you and, and, and you have to know what problem you're solving first off. Mm-hmm. So that goes back to the messaging. So you have to think, why is this person coming to me in the first place? And how am I transforming them? How, how am I solving their problem? And you need to be able to identify their journey from how they came to you to how they're leaving you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that episode and I hope you came away from that episode with a lot to reflect on. So here are some key takeaways I want you to think about and reflect on and, you know, as it relates to your own business. When it comes to messaging, you want to be able to clearly define who you help, how you help them, and what you help them do. And you want to know your client's transformational journey. What is it about your program that's going to help them achieve results? And you need to know that in detail. What are your your pillars of your program? You know, what areas are you focusing on that's going to take them from how they first come to you to their desired result? So you need to be able to communicate that through your messaging. You also, another takeaway I want you to have is that you want to plan out how you will communicate with your audience. So you don't want to do this on a a fly. You, You don't want to decide what you're going to post on social media just to stay active because you just don't want to be active. You want to be effective and you want to be able to attract people who don't know you or people that have been following you for a while. They're just waiting for that moment to work with you. So you want to keep them engaged and help them to understand what you do and that you're the right service provider for them. The other takeaway I want you to have is to take the time to review your online presence. This is like a big mistake I made in the, you know, early on in my entrepreneurial journey is I started off with different services. And then as I evolved and changed services, I often had information online that was conflicting. And so when it comes to messaging and for people to find you and feel like you're the, the service provider that can solve their problem, you want to make sure that you're, you have clear and consistent messaging and that everything's updated. So don't make my stupid mistake where I was doing one thing and I had forgotten that I portrayed myself one way on maybe one platform and never went back to update it. And then, you know, only to later find out I probably lost clients because of it. Just make sure you identify where you show up online and you make sure that everything about you, your business is true and accurate to what you're doing in the present moment. And just as a reminder, you can always visit ceoblueprintacademy.com. That's ceoblueprintacademy.com to see how you can work with me. So with that being said, that concludes this episode. Thank you once again for tuning in. And I can't wait for you to tune in to another episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. New episodes of the Boss Experience Podcast return in January, 2023. Take care.
and be well. Hey, it's Michelle here from the Boss Experience Podcast. Are you a coach, consultant, or other professional service provider trying to figure out where your next client lead is coming from? There are professionals on LinkedIn closing more deals than any other platform. You want to know why? People log on to Facebook and Instagram for social purposes. However, people come to LinkedIn for the sole purpose of networking with other professionals and doing business. When you implement a LinkedIn strategy correctly, it makes the difference between scrambling for your next client and having leads flowing into your business. So my friend, Troy Hippolito just so happens to be a LinkedIn expert. And when you work with Troy, you get the exact formula to not just get a lead, but actual clients. So if you need a dedicated done-for-you service or just the blueprint to be effective on LinkedIn, Troy's got you covered. Just visit CEOGamePlan.com to schedule a free, no-obligation call with Troy to see how you can leverage LinkedIn for your business. Now back to the episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Boss Experience Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review for this episode and tune in next time.